All right, so let's go ahead and uh, set your props in a neat pile in front of your mat. And we'll start standing, so come on up to the front of your mat. Place your feet hip-width apart. Turn the feet so the outside edges are parallel. And then palms together in front of your heart. Shift the tops of your thighs back so your tailbone sticks out a little more. And keep that as you lift your chest up, expanding your ribs. Shoulders back. Top of your head lifted so that your neck is long on each side. And focus on your breath. And then bow your head, release your hands. Inhaling, lift your arms up. Thumbs pointing behind you. And this is the last day of the left side first month. So grab the right wrist, reach and pull. And then shift your hips way over to the right. Side bend to your left. And then bring it back up. Grab the left wrist, the left thumb looks behind you. Reach and pull. And then hips left as you bend right. And then bring it back up. Reach through both arms. Little back bend. And then exhale, standing forward bend. Exhaling down to the blocks of the floor. So that your legs are straight. Then inhaling, lift up to a flat back. And then exhale, fold. Would you mind scooting over a bit? We'll put you in right here. And then inhale, flat back again. Firming your legs, stick your butt and chest out, and exhale, fold down. Inhaling, flat back once more. Lift your kneecap so you're not locking your knees. And exhaling, fold. And then inhaling all the way back up to standing. Reaching up, with the thumbs pointed back, grab your right wrist again. Reach and pull, then hips right, lean left. As you lean, really lean your hips to the right. But turn your left armpit forward and look to the left, toward the left foot. And then bring it back up. Grabbing left wrist, reach and pull. Keep those fingers stretching open. Hips left as you lean right. Right armpit forward, but keep the hips evenly looking forward. Tailbone out so your thighs are still back. And then bring it back up. Reach through both arms, baby back bend. And exhale, chair pose. Bending your knees, come down to touch the floor. Then inhale the arms and chest up. Sit back into the heels so your toes could lift. And then exhale, touch the blocks or floors, then straighten your legs. And with straight legs, slide up to a flat back. And exhaling, fold down. Inhaling, bend your knees, chair pose, lifting up. Stick your butt out so your low back arches inward towards your belly. And then exhale, touch the floor or blocks, then stretch your legs. Then with straight legs, flat back. 
And exhaling, fold down. And then inhaling all the way back up to standing, arms wide. Once you're at the top, keep your thighs back, just like when we started. And put your left hand on the side of your left leg. Sway your hips to the right. And just as you pulled the arm, reach it up and then side bend over to the left, going down your leg. But keep your shoulders in the same plane as your hips, so they're not forward. Reach that right arm next to your ear, palm looking at the floor. Breathe. And then inhaling, slide it up. Right hand to right leg, left arm reaching. Hips go way out to the left as you slide down your right leg. Keep your butt sticking out. Chest lifted up. As you reach to the left arm, imagine you're pulling it. Bring it close to your ear. Really lean your hips to the left. And then inhaling it up. Reach through both arms, baby back bend. And exhale, chair pose, bending your knees. Come down to touch the floor, then lift up. Bring your arms as much up by your ears as you can. And then exhale, standing forward bend, using the blocks or the floor. Then inhale, bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward. Exhale, step your right foot back for a high lunge. Fingers in line with the front ankle. So your knee is above the ankle. Then stretch your back leg really straight, chest really forward. And be light on your fingertips. And then either step forward or jump to the other side. Jumping takes a little more courage, maybe. And stretch your back leg. Lift the thigh up so you're not sagging. And then lengthen your heart out, being light on your fingers. And then downward facing dog, stepping back. And having your feet far enough back from your hands and a little wider than your hips, turn the heels out like when we started standing. So the outside edges are parallel. And then as you press with your hands, bend your knees a bit, but lift your tailbone up. So as knees bend, tailbone lifts. Low back curves inward toward the belly. And keep that reach of the tailbone and curling in of the back. Stretch your legs slowly straight. Then bend your left knee, keeping your hips pressed up. Stretch your right heel toward the floor and then lift the left leg up. Bending and twisting that left leg, keeping the right heel reaching down. Look under your left arm, but turn your hips. And then exhale, left foot between your hands. Get the ankle under the knee. And then stretching through the back leg, Draw your heart forward, place your left hand on your knee. And as you exhale, from your pelvis, start to turn to the left so much that you're trying to almost kiss the right hip bone against the left thigh. But keep your back leg reaching straight, lifting it up and reaching through the heel backward. And roll your left shoulder back, chest back, ears back. And then undo the twist, downward dog. And then Bending the right knee, reach the left heel down, then raise the right leg up, bending and twisting. 
Turning up, look under your arm, but keep pressing back. Then exhale, right foot forward. With the back leg nice and straight, the knee and thigh lifted, heel reached back. Bring your right hand to your knee. And with the exhale, twist to the right. Turning your pelvis without turning your legs. Then lean your head and shoulders back. Take the right shoulder more back. And then undo the twist. Downward facing dog. Then inhale, upper push up. Shoulders over wrists, belly in. Then lower down as you exhale, with knees up or down. When you land, point your feet, have them as wide as your mat, with the knees turned toward each other. And with your hands back under the elbows, shoulders back, press through your hands and feet and curl up into cobra, straightening the arms slowly. When the arms go straight, the shoulders and wrists should be stacked, meaning shoulder above the wrist, vertical arms. So many of you, the hands are way out here. Bring the hands underneath your shoulders. So you have columns that you're standing on. Then draw your belly in, hands and knees. And then tuck your toes, downward dog. <clears throat> then turn onto the outside of your left heel. Just roll over. Step the right foot up in front of your hips, knee out. Toes out, foot stepped out, then hand to hip, lean back. Keep the hand that's on the floor flat so that every knuckle is down. And then lean your head back. Try to imagine you were going to lean back over the mat of the person behind you. But lift your hips. And then lifting the hips higher, bring your hand back, downward dog. So you all know these poses. So that's why I'm not spending a lot of time doing the 101 steps. Roll to the outside of the right heel. Step the left foot up in line with the hip. Step it out so the ankle is under the knee. Then left hand to hip, lift and lean back. Keep the right hand really flat. And then as you lift your hips, arch into more of a back bend so that your hips kind of lean towards your left foot, left leg that's in front of you, but you back bend away from it. Left shoulder and elbow drawn back. Then hips up higher as you bring the left hand back down, downward dog. And then bending the left knee, reach the right heel down so the right leg is strong, lift the left leg. Bending, twisting up. And then exhale, bring your left foot to the lunge. Put the back foot flat so the heels are hip width apart, but back foot is turned deeply forward. So the toes look at the front corner of your mat, hips are turned forward. And keep your legs this position. Inhale your chest and arms up slowly to warrior one. Once you're up, thumbs looking back, grab onto your right wrist. And reach and pull that arm up. And as you reach and pull, draw the arm backward a bit, but pull your chest forward as you pull that arm back. Tailbone sticking out behind you so the low back is curved in and that the pubic bone isn't pressed forward but it's kind of down and back. And then exhale, smoothly bring it back to the floor. Downward dog. Then keeping the left leg straight, bend the right knee, and then lift the right leg. Bent and twist up. Keep your knuckles really pressing. 
Then exhale, right foot to the lunge. Anchor the back heel, hip width, toes in deep. And then press down into each heel as you slowly lift to Virabhadrasana 1, Warrior 1 pose. With the thumbs back, grab the left wrist. Keep that hand really active, fingers open and reaching. As you pull the arm, draw it a little back at the same rate as your chest moves forward. And turn your hips forward. Think of as you inhale, scoop the belly in, suck it in, and inhale the chest higher. And then exhale and slowly bring it down, downward dog. Inhale, upper push up. Exhale, lower down with knees up or down. When you land, feet at the edges, knees in. Hands back under the elbows. And keep the feet grounded, hands grounded, shoulders back, elbows back, and come up to cobra. Press through your feet so the toenails never leave the floor. Spread them all down. And shoulders more back. Then belly in, hands and knees. Downward dog. Then turn to the outside of the left heel again. Step the right foot up in front of you. Pressing down, lift up and lean back, hand to hip. Make sure your right foot, the toes look straight out, the knee looks straight out. And as you lean back, if you feel steady, take the top arm up. Hips lifting up. But back bend your head and shoulders back. Reach the top arm like you're going to touch the person behind you. How's that working out for you? Is it good? All right. Then hips higher as the arm goes over and down, downward dog. And then exhale onto the outside of the right heel. Left foot stepping up, then hand to hip, lift and lean back. Watch that your right arm is not vertical. I'm seeing lots of right arms vertical, meaning the shoulder should be backward behind the wrist. So that means the right foot slides more away from the hand. Then lift up, lean back. Top arm can lift when you're ready, if you're ready. And breathe. And then a fun thing you can do is lift that leg up. And then it gives you some extra core strength. Good, then hips higher as the arm goes overhead and back down, downward dog. Then keeping the right leg straight, bend the left knee and then lift it up. Bent and twist, up. Then exhale, left foot to the lunge. Then put the back heel down, line the heels up, turn the back foot in almost like as, about as much as you would for warrior one, maybe not that deep, but halfway forward. Then inhale up to warrior one again and circle the arms behind you to interlace your fingers behind your back. Then first the shoulders go back, then the chest opens, then the arms can go straight. Then exhaling, keep your back leg solid, bend your front knee as you fold forward between your legs in a forward diagonal watching that the left hip doesn't go swinging out to the left. Instead, pull the left hip toward the back of the mat, toward the back foot, and let your tailbone lift. You have to monitor the front knee staying bent over the ankle, otherwise your balance will, one, be off, and your strength will be less sufficient. And then with an inhale, keep your legs steady as your heart lifts, arms open, and come back up. 
and then exhale it smoothly back to the floor, downward dog. And then keeping the left leg straight, heel down, bend the right knee and then lift it up. Twisting, rolling open. And then exhale, bring it to the lunge. Anchor the back heel again so they're lined up, toes in halfway. And then warrior one on a slow inhale up. Reaching around through interlacing your weird way behind your back. And chest open, shoulders back, arms reach back. Now keep twisting your hips forward as you exhale and bend your front knee as you fold forward. Keep the inside of the back thigh lifting, the inner arch on that back foot lifting. So your weight stays to the heels, but on the back foot really put the weight to the outer heel. Release your head and neck if you feel steady once you're down. But keep the squeeze of the shoulder blades, keep the arms stretching. And then inhaling slowly, keep turning forward as you come up, bending the front knee more, arms lifting, back to Vera 1, and then exhale it all the way to the floor, downward dog. Then inhale, upper push up, exhaling, lower it down. Then place your hands and feet for Cobra. And then on an inhale, slowly lift into Cobra. Paying attention that the arms are vertical once you're up. Roll your shoulders around into your back, chest open. And then belly in, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward dog. And then looking forward, bend your knees a slight bit. Step or jump forward to the front of your mat. Have your feet about hip width apart. Then squat down so your butt's as low as possible. Bring your shoulders, arms, head between your legs. So butt is down like a real squat. And then try to wiggle your upper arms, bending your elbows. Get your upper arms in, on the front of your shins. Try to wiggle your arms so they're on the front of your shins. So you have to go between your legs, like I was saying, get down between. And then try to place your hands like a push-up with the elbows bent out. That makes sense? So you squat down, you wiggle the arms just below the knee, place your hands like a push-up. Then lift your butt up about shoulder level or more. Keep the elbows bent, your knees are up on the upper arm. Then lean forward like a seesaw and see if you can pick one foot up, squeezing your legs toward each other. Now you can just play with one foot up at a time, or if you can balance, bring both up. Into Bakasana, the crane pose. Wake up the feet, toes open. Doesn't matter if you get airborne, is that you work in that direction. And then once you're about spent, slowly lower the feet and come into a standing forward bend with the hip width feet, the outer edges parallel, using your blocks. Draw your kneecaps up so that if you take your hands to your kneecaps, they won't wobble. You can't wiggle them left to right, side to side. If they wiggle, the quadriceps are not engaged. So pull them up so that you can lift the tailbone and descend further into the forward bend. All right, then bend your knees, touch the floor. 
wiggle your feet out about as wide as your mat so you're off the mat but up against the side bring your butt down to as close to knee level as you can go stay on your fingertips lifting your chest now spin your toes out so your feet turn out no more than halfway to being totally out and adjust your feet further apart or closer so that your shin bones are vertical columns does that make sense? So it means your shins aren't slanting, but they're straight up and down. They're pillars. Then bring your hands up onto your thigh right at the knee, fingers on the inside. So you see how my legs are. If your feet are too close, your knees will be over the toes. If you're too far, the knees might be in or they may not be over the ankle. So you want to make sure you are close enough for that. Then keeping your hips close to knee level, Dip your right shoulder forward to twist, but press gently that right leg back, opening the inside of the right thigh. And then come back to center. Exhale, dip the left shoulder. Make sure your hand is on the inside of your left thigh, not just the top of it. Keep your chest up. Don't dip down, but just dip the shoulder. See how I am? I'm not down here. I'm still here. Arm is straight. Good, then come to center. Now slide your hands down into the inner shins. Elbows and forearms are right at the inner thigh and knee. Press your knees open as you bring your hips and shoulders level. You could fold down, but just think of sitting the hips lower down if you want to take it deeper. You'll know when to stop. This really gets into the inner thigh but you're maintaining the vertical shins by pressing open the thighs in the pose. And then inhale the hips up a bit, fingers back to the floor. Spin your heels outward so your feet turn slightly in. With straight legs, fold down any amount. doesn't matter how far. And then bend your knees. Place your hands on the mat at the front like you would for down dog. And then hop into downward dog. Good. And just feel your downward dog. Then keeping the right heel reaching down, bend the left knee and lift it, twist it up like we've been doing. And then exhale, bring it forward to the lunge. Put the back foot flat so heels are lined up. Your legs are split so your hips are as low as your front knee. And set a block outside the front foot. Put it tall, just to have. You can always change it. And then inhaling, come up sideways to warrior two. So the front leg stays in one line forward. When you're up, check out that front leg. From the hip to knee to ankle, is it one plane, one line forward? Is the knee over the ankle? Good, then slowly straighten your left leg. As you straighten it, think of dipping the left hip down and away from the front foot. And when the leg is straight, keep dipping the pelvis on the left. Reach down lightly for your block. Lift your chest, lean back with your shoulders and head. Then wrap your right arm around your back without rounding your back. When your hand gets around, your hand may not make it to the left hip, but pretend it, it is, if it's not. 
and think of your fingers are going to pull that left hip toward the floor and toward the back of your mat so that the pelvis is not being gripped, held upright, but that it's turning and dipping down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now stick your butt out more. Now turn your chest up. But keep turning your chest, but keep the hips where they are. Yeah, now twist right shoulder back toward me. That's it. Does that feel any different on your back? Mm -hmm. Better? Yeah. Now keep the lift and turn of your chest. Just as you had the front leg in one line in the Warrior Two. Bend your front knee, keeping it in that line. The knee presses out toward the arm. Keep turning your chest up. Really roll that right shoulder back. And then re-straighten the front leg. When it goes all the way straight, unhook the back arm, reach it up. Then re-bend the front knee again. Keeping it open, just now the arm's not hooked. And then sweep the arm overhead and down to the floor, downward facing dog. Then keeping your left heel reaching down, bend the right knee and then lift it up, twist it up. Keep pressing the floor away and then exhale right foot to the lunge. Set the heels in line again, back foot just slightly turned forward. The distance between the feet is still wide enough to have the hips at knee level. And then block in place outside the foot. When you're set, keep the bottoms of your feet grounded and slowly come up to Virabhadrasana 2, Warrior 2 pose. Line up your front leg, which may require the pelvis to turn a little more toward the front knee. Take one hand to your low back. Feel if there's a curve inward. It's dipping in. If it's not, take your pubic bone toward the floor so your tailbone sticks out like when we were standing. The thighs went back, tailbone went out. Now as you straighten the front leg, keep that lower back arch, but let the right hip bone dip down as the leg straightens. Don't go down. Just dip the hip bone down as the leg straightens. Once it's straight, then go the rest of the way down to your block. Chest lifted and lean back. Then wrap the left arm without your shoulders or head moving forward. And then spin upward. How's your ankle and the Achilles doing? It's okay. Not very strong. Still. Not strong, but still it's not creating any more pain or anything. No. Okay, good. good. Be light on your fingers as you turn your heart up, pulling your heart away from your belly. Watch that the kneecaps are still being pulled up and that the right kneecap is looking more toward the center of your front foot. Breathe. Then keep the lift and turn of your chest. Bend the front knee without bending the right arm. Keep your chest lifted. Now when you bend the knee, do keep pulling the right hip toward the back of your mat and down. So the pelvis is still tipped over. Turn your heart up. Many of you, the right buttock is swinging backward behind you. Draw the knee out, the hip in, so that it stays in that one line. And then re-straighten the front leg. When it makes itself straight, then unhook the back arm. Reach up through that top arm. Again, watching the right hip dip it down and back. 
Then re-bend the front knee as you move it out toward the baby toe. If your arm's in the way, then move the fingers a little out so that the knee can open. And then sweep the arm over and down to the floor, downward dog. Then inhale to upper push-up, exhaling all the way to your belly. Once you land, place your hands and feet for cobra. And on an inhalation, come up to cobra so that every toenail stays flat. For many of you, I'm noticing the, the toenails come up off the floor like you're scrunching up your feet. Keep the bottoms of the feet spread open. Uh, then shoulders back, chest open. And then drawing your belly in, hands and knees. Downward facing dog. And then just simply step your left foot between your hands. And then if you were using blocks for standing forward bend, take them with you, but turn your feet to the right. Tucking your hands with you so you're in a wide-angled standing forward bend. And just to give everyone room, scoot your heels back on that long edge of your mat. And then turn your feet in so they're visibly turned toward each other. So there's a real pigeon-toed feel and look to your feet. And then standing up on your fingertips on the blocks, if your low back won't curve in, look up, chest up. So that if you feel your low back, you feel there's a dip in the lower back. It's not rounded outward. So you could hold a little bit of water in if it rained in here. Then keep the lift of your chest, the curve of your back, bend your left knee, and as you bend it, lean into the left heel, sticking your butt back more, tailbone higher, so that you stretch the inside of your straight leg. And then switch to the right, bending the right knee. Keep the feet glued, but bend into that right knee, butt goes back, weight to the heel, chest still sticks up. Good, and then go back to center, go to the left again. And then back to center, go to the right. And then back to center, keeping the feet glued, legs straight, fold down. Without forcing, without leaning on your hands. Your hands should be able to lift and you would still be there. And then inhaling, come up onto your fingertips. Bend your knees and now heel toe your feet in so that they're wider than your hips. Remember that the bent knees kind of thing we did to press the knees back? Just a while ago, everyone had a wonderful look on their face when we did it. But be in a foot position that's that wide, but feet are forward. Now bend your knees a nice amount and take your hands between your legs and hold the backs of your ankle and heel. So you can just pick how wide your legs are to get there. But reach behind, hold the back of the ankle and heel, and with knees bent, see if you can gently wiggle your shoulders more between your legs. If your feet are too wide, your shoulders won't touch anything. You want the shoulders to lightly be touching the inside of your knees. As you wiggle through, try to wiggle your feet closer and closer, heel-toeing, just little bits at a time, one foot then the other. 
so that you keep the shoulders going, trying to go behind the knees, behind your thighs. So you're curling up and compacting your body. Good. And then slowly take the arms out. Feet straight ahead parallel, like we've been doing. Straighten your legs for a standing forward bend, using the block if you need that. Okay, so now we're going to try that again. If you feel your arms are just not long enough for your body, or if you feel that you're just you're kind of stuck, you can't go as deeply as you think you might be able to, you can put blocks in each hand, kind of turning them onto their medium setting and to make your arms longer. But see if what happens first. Bend your knees again, walk your arms through your legs. Now you're really trying to roll your arms under your legs, your legs up over your arms, so that the back of your thighs are on the upper arms, as close to your shoulders as possible. Now, even though your back is really rounded, lift your head up and look forward so you have a focal point. Then, your feet need to walk in close enough to feel that squeeze against the arms. This pose is called Bhujapidasana, arm pressure pose, shoulder pressure. So you have to create pressure on the shoulder by the legs. Then take your hands and try to put the hands on the floor behind your feet with the fingers forward. You have to bend the elbows and see if you can keep looking forward, start sitting down on your upper arms, making a shelf by bending the elbows like a, like a push-up. All right, this isn't the easiest pose in the world, but do what you can. Now keep your butt kind of inflated. Then keep looking forward, walk your feet closer and closer, and squeezing the legs closer and closer. Once your feet are as close as they'll walk, tiptoe them forward until you feel that you're only on the big toes. If you get that far, then all you got to do is flex your feet and squeeze your feet toward each other, and you'll be airborne. I'm purposely giving you this pose because most of you can't do it. To show you there's a progression to poses and some of us are just naturally inclined to get it right off the bat. Good, then slowly place your feet back down. Lean forward to come back up to standing forward bend. Feet parallel, blocks under your hands if needed. Good. Then bend your knees, walk along the floor, back to the front of your mat, and then back to downward dog. What do we think of that Bhujapidasana, the arm pressure, shoulder pressure pose? Some of you got it, so it was pretty cool. Inhale, upper push-up. Exhale, lower to your belly. When you land, place the hands and feet for cobra. Then peel up into cobra. rooting the knuckles, stretching the fingers long. And I find this feels really juicy after any kind of an arm balance because your back was hunched and this kind of opens it back up. Belly in, hands and knees, tuck your toes down dog. Then swing your left leg into pigeon lunge, knee out, foot up. Try to land the foot flexed. When it lands, turn the pelvis forward, turn the hips so they're evenly forward. So everything is even. And then you can scoot back as much as you want. 
Once you're set, walk your fingertips to the right so you're past the midline with your left fingers. Lean in that diagonal with your chest and then bend your back knee. With your right hand, catch the inside of your foot and either stay with that or pull the foot in towards your buttock, bending the elbow upward, the hand over the top of the foot. But keep the turn of the right hip down, otherwise your balance will be quite unsteady. Pressing your foot and hand gently together, squeeze the right butt cheek if you want more intensity, and press the right hip down. But wherever you are, lift your belly and chest up to back bend more in your upper back. And then release the legs slowly. Tuck the toes of that foot. Place your hands. Lift the back knee. Lift your hips and then slip into down dog. And rebound straight ahead into the other side. Right leg into pigeon lunge. The knee goes out. Foot comes up as flexed as possible. And before you scoot the hips back, turn everything forward. So the left knee is turned toward the right deeply. Then you can scoot back more. Bring this knee out here, so it points, yes, that way. And then walk to the left, so the right fingers are past the middle. Then bend the back knee, hold the inside of your foot, and then fold it in if you're going that far. But stay on your fingertips, leaning diagonally forward and left. Turning the left hip bone more forward. Create a little resistance pressing the foot to your hand and squeezing the left buttock down if you want more intensity. But belly and chest scooping up to back bend your upper chest. One more deep breath. And then slowly release your leg. And tuck your toes, place your hands. Lift the back knee, lift the hips, downward dog. Inhaling, upper push-up. Exhaling, lower it down. When you land, spread the feet like you would for cobra. And then bend your knees. And reach back, hold the outsides of the feet. Then roll your shoulders back. Lift your chest and head up, keeping the back of your neck longer. And then on an exhalation, keep the arms straight, but kick your feet into your hands and send your thigh bones up off the floor. As you lift, make the feet more active. For many of us, what happens, we use the thigh muscles. We kick to try to straighten the knee, but we forget we have feet attached. So spread open your feet, work the lower leg muscles more by opening the toes, and from there you can go a little higher. Is that cramping your back? Take your knees wider. And now try bending. Keep your thumbs with the other fingers. And keeping the feet open, see if just lifting your chest, if that feels okay. Another breath to lift. And then if you feel steady and okay, you can kick the feet gently just to see if that's better. Good. Then exhaling lower down. Keep the knees bent, but let go. Place your hands like you would for Cobra. How did that feel? 
Is that better on your back? Point your toes toward their own shoulder, left foot, left shoulder, same on the other. With your hands like cobra, knees staying bent, shoulders back, elbows in, come up like you would for cobra, but now your knees are bent. So you'll end up in what's called Raja Kapotasana, the royal pigeon. You'll see some people doing this in different disciplines where they arch back, the feet and head come to meet each other. So as you press down with your hands, flattening your knuckles, use your hands to gently press the shoulders back, to press your heart open and the toes spread and reach as if they're going to grow to touch your shoulders. Then draw your belly in, lift up to hands and knees, letting the feet come down and then downward dog. Lift your tailbone, draw the low back in, but keep the armpits floating. And then just simply step your left foot into a lunge, just swing it straight forward and bring your back knee down. Scoot that back knee as back as you can, but that front shin bone stays vertical. Point the back foot. Then standing up on your fingers, Press your back foot, the toenails down. Make sure the back foot maybe is a little over to the right so your hips have turned evenly forward. As you press down, keep the hips turning evenly forward, but squeeze your hips lower, but the heart higher. Then keep the front knee bending. Your hips are this low, hands to knee. And as you lift your chest, keep the hips going down so that you're not using the legs to push you up. And then take your hands to your hips. I like to take the hands like L-shapes, hook the tops of your buttocks, and then press down as if you're pulling the buttocks toward the floor, but at the same time you're pulling the low back forward toward the belly. So like the buttock flesh goes down, but the lower back pulls forward and up. And then the chest goes up. The shoulders roll back. And then you can back bend as much as you want as long as you don't lose that arch by tucking your tailbone under and dropping your chest. Those of you who are feeling really with it today, that you want to really stretch it, take the arms up, reaching up and back. With the thumbs looking back, imagine you're going to reach up and over to hold the back foot. Imagining that's where you're going to go. That is actually a pose. And then exhale. From the heart, fold back down, tuck the back toes, lift up and back, down dog, and rebound the right foot forward into the low lunge. the back knee down, knee back, back foot pointed and off to the left a little so the hips are square to the front. Then pressing through the feet, squeeze your hips low, lifting up onto your fingertips, chest lifted. Then keep the heel of the front foot heavy, hands to knee, and then Peel your chest up without the hips lifting up, which will create a stretch on the front of the left thigh. If you need to back up, back up. Uh -huh. Then if you're here, okay, hands to the buttock on the back, 
hooking with that webbing of the thumb index finger and pull down as you pull the low back to the belly, belly up to the chest, chest up, forward and up. Shoulders and elbows rolling back. And then you can back bend only as much as you can get the lift of the chest so you don't feel like you're collapsing in the low back, but that you're pulling up out of it to curve over. Then arms can lift if you're feeling groovy for that. Lifting higher, chest up, especially if you're reaching, bring the arms closer to each other. The upper arms, stretch the thumbs longer backward. And then exhaling from the heart, fold down. Tuck the back toes, lift up, downward dog. And then lower your knees to the floor. Child's pose, big toes touching. Knees apart enough to sit back to the heels. Bending your arms, rest your head. Draw your breath more into your back. Now walk your hands back by your knees. Curl your head in towards your chest, rounding your back. And as you keep your back rounded, push your hips to your heels and roll up to sitting on your heels. All right, how are we feeling? All right. All right, grab your props, put them near the back of your mat. and sit with your legs, your feet and legs out to the right. <clears throat> kind of like a mermaid would sit on a rock or something. All right, so that you're sitting and facing forward. The left hip is looking left. So now, always when you twist, the pelvis goes with you and I like it to go first. So start to turn the right hip bone forward and around to the left walk your fingers to the left. I mean, you can do that and still look toward me if you're not sure. But you turn so that your arms are not crossing your chest, meaning they're straight ahead of the shoulders. The breastbone is in that midline. Then start to walk a little forward if you can. And see if you can come down on your right elbow, which will be under your right shoulder, with that right wrist straight ahead of that. So your whole right arm will be perpendicular or at least close to that with the long side of your mat. The left arm, adjust it so it's like a push-up with the elbow out from the shoulder, the elbow over the wrist. Then lift out of the shoulder, the right shoulder, the one that's supporting you, and use the push-up arm to twist 
to the left toward the back of the room. For those of you who want to increase the twist, take your right leg and stretch it mindfully, because there's people that were so kind of crowded today, stretch it straight back so it moves out toward this right wall. And you might have, when you stretch that leg, you can take it out this way. It stretches out, and it's basically to the inside of your other foot, the bent leg foot. That'll make the twist a little more interesting. If you want to take it even further, keep the left leg where it is, just straighten the left knee. So you're now in this spread leg, kind of an L-shaped leg position in a twist, if the legs are both straight. It's called Dying Warrior Number Two. The first dying word was the one you started with both knees bent. But it's a very mangled looking pose. But it feels quite juicy along the hips and spine. If the legs were straight, bend them back. And then walk your hands in to lift you back up to sitting and swing your legs to the left. So they're off to the left now. You're still facing forward. When the legs are set, Turn your pelvis and walk out to the right and go down into the pose on this side. So the left elbow will be on the floor. The left forearm straight ahead. Press the left hand down. As you press the left arm against the floor, lift out of the left shoulder a bit. and use the right arm as a push-up arm to lift the right shoulder and to help twist you a little more to the left. But be gentle. I like the quote, force, no matter how small, is violence. So don't force your body into the pose. Instead, create the circumstances, the environment that will allow the twist to happen on its own. When I first started yoga, I was really, really stiff. I wasn't that strong. And I heard this master teacher, who we called the rubber woman, because she could do just about anything, said that in yoga, the poses, the asanas are like a, sculpt like a sculpture. The sculptor, which is our, who, you know, our minds, the sculpture is inside the, the, the wood or the rock, whatever you're using. We just have to chip off the stuff that's unnecessary. So the poses are inside your body, they're there. You just have to remove the parts that are stiff or not so strong to reveal the pose within. So you have to create that circumstance without forcing and blowing off a huge chunk of what should have been or was intended to be the pose. If you haven't stretched your legs straight and go there. So that's the way I look at the poses in that sense of the art form. And in the Yoga Sutra, the yogic texts on yoga, the first things, of the things we're supposed to be mindful of is to not be harmful, to not create harm. It's called ahimsa. A lot of people say nonviolence. So don't create the violence, that harming to your own body.
And if the legs were straight, bend them back slowly. And bring yourself back up. And bring your legs out in front of you. And then take one of your blankets, have it open, kind of like mine is here, just kind of the basic starting fold. Roll up the long side. You could open the blanket once more to make a nicer roll, but roll it up so it makes a blanket roll that's about as wide as your mat. And if you roll it, and if you roll it from the folded edge, it won't bunch up because the excess will push off the unfolded side. Just a little blanket folding 101 tip. And if you have just one blanket, then you can use a block if it's not too high. You can just place it flat under your head like that. Another trick if you only have one blanket, if you have two blocks, you can set one block medium, the other block tall, so they're the same width, and you have this thin block here and the taller block under your head, so it gives you kind of an incline, and then the blanket roll can go under the knees. Okay. So you're going to use the roll blanket under your knees, have your second blanket, if you have one, folded in a square so that it can go under your neck and head, putting that at the back of your mat. When you're set, lie onto your back with your knees bent. If you're going to try that block thing I just showed, just you can let me know and I'll come show you. But Lie onto your back and then just for a few moments bend your knees into your chest and hug them in with your hands, letting your belly relax into your back. Every exhale, see if you can release more in the belly and in the creases of the hips to allow a sense of folding deeper there to bring the legs in to relax the back even more. Now place your feet on the floor right in front of the blanket roll so you're ready for it. Here's how I adjust for Shavasana. Just listen to it for just a moment. You're going to take your hands to the very tops of your buttocks, so right at the low back. Now the way to do it is you barely lift your hips just enough so you can iron the buttocks toward the feet, like toward the front of the mat and toward the side walls, so forward and out. But as you iron, you sit down on the part you're ironing. It sits down so that the buttocks don't creep back up to the low back. And when you've ironed that out, the legs stretch out. You can even do it once the legs have stretched out. But have your feet out at the edges of your mat. And let the legs rest and relax there. Then, you could bend your elbows beside you a little bit, a little away from your sides. Gently press the elbows down 
and scoop the shoulder blades into your chest, the shoulders a little back, and then let the arms stretch out so they're not touching the sides of your body, but the arms are straight, palm up, and then relaxed. Then adjust the neck so that the back of the neck is slightly longer than the front. And then just settle in. Are the blocks supporting you right? Or do they feel good? Right, so, yeah, that's, that looks fine. Now lie back. You bring that right into it because it supports the whole thing. And then just to start, just feel the pose. Feel your body. We moved fairly quickly, wasn't completely fast, but we moved more today to stir up the energy, the prana, as it's called. We moved a little faster to increase a little of the internal heat, the inner fire, the agni in the body. Which is an important part of practice especially as the environment, the temperatures start to drop and become colder. So feel, see if you can feel that energy swirling around inside. See if you can feel the breath maybe a little deeper due to that increased activity. And as you begin to fully start resting, See if you can let the breath be just as fast as needed, but allow it to be as free as possible, without restrictions, <coughs> without any tension. And as you feel the, the body, the breath, all starting to rest, you can tune your attention to the breath Letting the exhalations be a bit longer in gradual steps. If you want to be more calm, if you feel that you're needing more calm in this moment. If you need a little more energy to finish out the day, you can focus on gradually, step by step, increasing the inhalation to stimulate that energetic sense in your body. Or you can just be as is. But wherever you are and wherever you go with your breath, let it be free, without strain, completely effortless as you rest.
breath in. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And then slide your arms overhead. And reach through your arms and out through your legs. And then relax. And then press your lower back against the floor as you bend your knees one at a time, placing your feet on the bolster. And then with an exhalation, roll over onto your right side. And then use your arms to slowly come up to sitting and bring your hands together in front of your heart. And bow your head. Namaste. Namaste.